The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Your new or existing home is one of your most important assets, yet too many people rely on sites, shows, and tips from people who are not in the real estate business when making important decisions. It's time to get real and trust a professional. This is Real Real Estate Today with host Deb Tomorrow. In this series, you'll learn about making smart decisions when it comes to buying a home, selling a home, or even staying in the home you're in. Now, here is your host, Realtor Deb Tomorrow. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us on another fascinating episode of Real Real Estate Today. I am your host, Deb Tomorrow, on a dreary, rainy day. But it's 60 degrees. Mm-hmm. Crazy on February, whatever it is. So we're kind of torn between. It's spring and it's not spring. Um, So I am coming at you from our studios in Bloomington, Indiana. And usually Karen Rastel, best damn lender in the state of Indiana, is with me. She is not here today. She is uh, training, uh, as we announced last week, I think, that she switched mortgage companies. um, And she is with Ruoff Home Mortgage now. And so she's got to be up in Fort Wayne, Indiana, lovely, lovely town up there, uh, for the week um, doing training. So hopefully she's listening. Probably not. But (laughs) And we'll talk about her since she's not listening. So I do have um, a guest that we're going to introduce here in a second. And I think this is going to be a really great show. I'm really excited about it. Um, I did want to catch up a little bit on uh, the 101010 project that we've been doing, celebrating 10 years in real estate. And we're donating 10% of commissions to 10 local nonprofits. Um, You know, we've been talking about one of those 10 is not actually a nonprofit. It is a uh, movement, I guess we call it. Um, And we're just trying to do nice things for people on a random basis whenever we can. So Karen and I spent Super Bowl Sunday trying to put together an adult tricycle that came in a box. (laughs) Rachel's laughing at us. Um, There was wine involved and um, tools that none of us knew how to use. Um, And Karen did a bang up job and we got about halfway through. And then we finally concluded that they sent us lock nuts that were the incorrect size and we couldn't get the back wheels on. Oh, it's a whole thing. There's a lot of frustration involved and not enough wine. And, of course, Uris was trying to help us. And he's in Pennsylvania right now. So I kept sending him pictures of things and I'd get on the phone. And, and then I, I believe I stood in the living room with a hammer in my hand for quite some time. Like, do you need this? Do you want this? Because Karen was kind of taking charge. I'm glad we didn't. But anyways, so hopefully that will get done and we'll be able to uh, make the presentation. It's a surprise. And we'd like to try and figure out how to present it anonymously. But it's to, a, I'm sure his... Uh, Mother does not listen to the show, but it's uh, to a 12-year-old autistic boy who needs a way to burn some energy and um, needed an adult uh, tricycle. And um, so we we got one for him. They shipped us the wrong color. It's been just a folly. They shipped us the wrong color. I was pretty upset, but then they gave us a pretty good discount. So I said, yeah, red's probably all right. <laughs> and then they sent us the wrong lock nuts. And yeah, anyways. Um, so that's going well. We'll maybe post a picture when we get it done um last week on our show we talked about what you do if you what to do if you get turned down for a mortgage 
And we talked about how different lenders can have different rules for even the same loan program. So it doesn't hurt to check a couple of lenders if the first one says no to you. And we also talked about getting on a plan that if you're not able to qualify for a mortgage today, well, you're not going to be any closer tomorrow if you don't do anything tomorrow to help you get closer to that. Does that make sense? I feel like I just talked in a big circle. Um so you might even be further away unless you just get yourself on a plan and stick with it. So I, I wanted to, you know, last week my message was that there's hope for just about anybody, but you have to start doing things differently to get you on that path toward your goal. And it can be overwhelming, but it can also be doable. It's not hopeless um, and you're not helpless. There's plenty of people who can help. So we're going to kind of continue on that thread today, but a little bit differently, right? right. Uh, joining me is Cheryl Smith, who has a, com- a business here in Bloomington called Consider It Done Lifestyle Management. Um, and uh, she is, among other things, helping us declutter our lives, right? That's right. Helping so everybody declutter. It's not, and I think for me, like when I walk into, I have a room that is sort of my closet. It's sort of overflowed and it certainly feels overwhelming and hopeless. Yes. Much like being turned down for a mortgage. <laughs> um, you know, I go into a lot of homes and I see some that are so well organized. We don't even look at the house because we're like, <gasps> look at this closet. I was yeah. just telling you yeah. before the show, I went into a house uh, two weeks ago and I actually took a picture of these yes. people's closets. I know they think I'm, but I'm just like, I'm so inspired. I didn't do anything differently. Yeah. I didn't get myself any closer to that goal. Cause I don't know where to start. Um, But I do think that, you know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I I can probably sell any house if it's neat as a pin and spotlessly clean. Um, And when people ask how much money they need to get their house ready to sell, it's not really an issue of money. It's an issue of decluttering an organization. Agreed. So let's talk a little bit about just how you kind of got started Sure. In the business sure. and absolutely, you know. Yeah. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. I You're really, welcome. I really do appreciate. It. I love Good. what I do and and what you just said about walking in and feeling like you're never going to get a start is probably 90% of the people I run into. And so I just want to say to everybody out there, you just have to start, you know, even if it's with that first little drawer in your kitchen, just start somewhere. And I always encourage people to take that picture, like you said, have that before and after, because it's really nice to go. Wow. Matter of fact, today, I did get an email from a lady who sent me how her closet, she redid her whole closet. Oh, wow. And it was just, it was so fun to see. So I love, I love to celebrate success with everybody. And I know you post them on your Facebook page. So Look yes. her up on Facebook because right. there was a before and after yes. just yesterday. I think yes, you posted we're going to do another one Christmas this week. decorations. Absolutely, <laughs> I know she she left her Christmas out till I could get over there. Oh and my gosh, get it, but ours is still out. Yeah, so. that's okay. Go. That's a good time to purge. By the way, if you yeah, still have it out, get rid of those things before that your you grandma left you. You know, like that yeah. hand towel or something. Right. That needs oh my god, to go. yeah, I have one of those. That's right. Get rid of it. Oh my gosh. Well, I um I've been so lucky in my life to have a lot of different types of jobs. I started out my career, um, lived in Anderson, and was a teacher. Okay. And a principal for 20 years. Oh, wow. So um, I think customer service and just helping people keep organized, I started that way. You know, whether it's a second grader who needs to organize the desk or yeah. um, writing lesson plans and making sure that the flow yeah. makes sense for people. I think I was trained early on that having some having steps can be helpful. Your brain works like that. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and when you work with all sorts of kids, you know, from um, gifted and talented to special needs to just all sorts of different uh, backgrounds, sometimes you have to adjust each one differently. Mm -hmm. And that's how I approach all my clients is, you know, we all have different goals and visions and Mm -hmm. I look at those. So I was blessed to get called back to Bloomington and was a principal here for a few years and then spent some time in sales and um, just some other fun 
jobs at IU, uh-huh. and it was great because I had two. Gr- I have two girls at IU, so when oh, they were yeah. younger, gave me the chance to to put on my mom hat for right. a while. And then what really turned things for me is, believe it or not, worked in a funeral home oh, wow. for two years, and I helped people prearrange their funerals. Oh. But the big piece was the aftercare. So after mm-hmm. somebody had a loss, and I know this might be a little close to your heart yeah. too, yeah. Um, is that they didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you're kind of in a fog and a daze, and it, it's such a huge loss, even if you have a family member who's struggled mm-hmm. with health for a while. So they would say, I don't know what to do with the house. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where they kept the life insurance policies. I can't, you know, it's just this endless barrage of questions. And I was, you know, it helped as best I could. And finally, one day I was like, well, this is crazy. I Why not help these people? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where it started. So a couple of years ago, I started working on a plan and have tinkered with it the past year and have just found that a lot of people are wanting some help with organization, decluttering, um, you know, move management, helping with yeah. older family members. Mm-hmm. So it's really blossomed into a great you know, a great skill set for myself and what awesome. I can serve the community. With. Well, and I definitely want to... Um, to touch on that more in the last segment with the um, the senior move and that yeah. sort of thing, uh, because I think that I run into so many clients mm-hmm. and like I said, I'm kind of going through that personally right yeah. now. And so, um, so many questions and, and trying to, I'm discovering there are resources out there, Yes, but I didn't know, you know, I had to ask. Hey, right. what resources are out there and right. you know, what should I be doing kind mm-hmm. of thing. So we're going to talk about that more in right. the final segment. So what what all, what services do you offer? Kind of what's your list? Your yeah, menu absolutely. There? Well, I think one of the things to remember when you think about lifestyle management is also um, my main focus is probably on transition. So if you can remember a transition, so transitions to new homes, transition to assisted living, uh, transition to different cities. Uh-huh. Um, if you've had, um, if you've gone through a separation or a loss of a family member. So thinking of a list, a simple list uh-huh. is um, I do declutter and organization a lot. And those really do go hand in hand. Yeah. You can't really organize <laughs> until you declutter. Right. So You're not going to organize people's junk for them? No, no. But I have a lot of people ask. So yeah, yeah that's your junk. But I'll help you go through it. Yeah. So it's, it's nice to just get rid of things. Yeah. And, and we can talk a little bit you know, about just that process yeah. of going through it because there's some strategies I use with families. Awesome. Awesome. Um, something you probably work with a lot is downsizing and upsizing, mm-hmm. whether that's just across town or Mm -hmm. like I said to another living situation Mm -hmm. so a lot of times people don't know the questions are what furniture do I take I don't know if it's going to fit and then the other side people who are buying larger places need some help too with what you know how let's get it organized right the first time so I don't have to go back and do it Um, and then the senior move management which we'll talk about a little bit later Um, I also help with those resources that you were talking about community resources so I call that charitable contribution and disbursement so you know just yesterday dropped off a load of wonderful blankets to uh, Martha's house you know so um they ha- I know it's going to get colder. It's a shelter. Shelter, yep. yes, yep. sorry, uh, here in Bloomington. Yep. And so they were just so grateful. Mm-hmm. And then the client was even more thrilled because that's what her mom wanted her things to be given back. Yeah. So I keep a resource book to help people find those resources, you know, that are close to their heart because it means a lot yeah. to them. Cool. And then the uh, estate disbursement. So, you know, right now working with some people, as you know, when they've lost a family mm-hmm. member and the house needs to be mm-hmm. emptied yeah. and ready for sale. So, again, it's a process where I manage the entire disbursement and okay. um, work with the families, whether they live in town or, right. or out of town. I know my grandmother was when she was in California, many thousands of miles away. <laughs> and she's like, you have to come and put stickers on the things that you want. I was like, yes. Oh, I'm good grandma. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. That's yeah. a big piece of downsizing. Yeah, trying to sure. figure that stuff out. Yeah. 
Awesome. So have you always been super organized? I mean, I guess we kind of talked about like, in like as a kid, were you organized? My mom might say differently. Um, I always knew where things were. And I find that I don't have a lot of attachments to things. And and I know that differs with everybody. Mm -hmm. So when I see something's run its course, I'm pretty good about giving it away. So um, I wouldn't... I guess super organized. Okay. Yeah, but I'm not like, I, you won't come in my house and see the Pinterest pictures. I always tell right. people to be wary of Pinterest because yeah. those are not reality. Uh, you were lucky to see a closet like right. that. But people get discouraged when they look. On, I love Pinterest. Don't get me wrong. Right, right, right. But to look on there and think your closet has to have the matching baskets right. with the matching felt hangers right. all hanging with the space. Right. That's that doesn't have to be organized. Yeah, I always tell people yeah. we, every once in a while, about once a year, you walk into a house, I'm like, oh, man, Pinterest threw up in here. Yeah, exactly. It's like crazy. <laughs> but I do remember one house I showed last year, and they had, I was obviously a Pinterest thing. They had seen, like, where you take all of your sheets and your sheet sets and then yes. you like fold them up and then you tuck them inside yes. one of the pillowcases yes. and they were all lined up and uh-huh. I was like whoa Pinterest got in here yeah. man absolutely. But, um, absolutely you know and then everybody is like you go look at your linen yeah, yeah. it's amazing how much people um, home buyers judge people on their linen closet I, I know sellers <laughs> don't want to hear that they're like oh I no one will look it. at that oh my god yeah they do look yeah, at that though absolutely. and they're like I showed a house last week they said this is the neatest linen closet I've ever seen yeah I, I'm sure sellers don't you like to what? think that they're but saying I, that I but I think it probably says a lot about um there's a lot of research on when your home is cluttered how that trickles down into the rest of your world so I would think when you're looking at a new house and you see that that closet is organized my first guess would be they've taken good care of this house exactly so exactly really says a lot about how you even operate during the day because when your house is cluttered your mind is cluttered your kitchen's cluttered you don't eat as well I mean there's a there's a lot of neat research about how it really has an effect in yeah. your whole world, and your kids, and yeah. your family. How You're absolutely right. And I think well. I may just cut this sh- uh, show short today and go home and throw <laughs> out everything in my closet because I'm, I'm feeling some sparks of inspiration. Yes, I don't know. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about that emotional connection because you mentioned that before that mm-hmm. you not, don't get emotionally connected with things. And I was giving the story of, um, I know Rachel's <laughs> laughing at me how I, <laughs> I, I'm not a hoarder, but I do have a ton of clothes. Ridiculous. It's it's out of control and it's a problem for sure. Absolutely, I need help. Um, but I used to have a lot of books too. I grew up around a lot of books. And I finally one day kind of got to this point where I was like, oh, wait, these books are not serving the purpose mm-hmm. in the world. You know, they need to go out and spread their word. Yes. And so, you know, I donated them or whatever. And it felt good. And it's been, you know, probably 10 years and I still have a good life. Like my life yeah. hasn't changed negatively because I don't have those books anymore. Um, and so I had to find a way to kind of emotionally detach. Yeah. But there are some things that I struggle with. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think we all do. And everybody's got their own uh, book thing mm-hmm. or clothes thing mm-hmm. or pictures or salt and she- <laughs> salt oh. pepper shakers. Uh, clown collections. <laughs> clown I've collections. Doll collections. <gasps> Creepy, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody, you know, when you, when you pick up an item, you're connecting it with a memory of some sort. You know, when you read a book, you probably think, oh, that was my first book. Or I remember when I took that class at school. But um you just really kind of have to go back and think about is enough is enough, you know, maybe out of your 200 books, there might be 10 that really speak to you Mm -hmm. and you probably have them on a shelf and you may have kept them. But Mm -hmm. if you can give your things for somebody else to love, that's really what it's all about is to let somebody else um, take care of that. Now, some things take longer to let go of than others. So I was talking before, sometimes you have to put it on that. Let me think about it just for a Mm -hmm. little bit shelf Mm -hmm. um, and then revisit it and, and make decisions about that. But, um, yeah, letting go is hard. And that's where I find 
the biggest challenge of my job is working with families when they're holding that, you know, teacup that grandma gave them and they're staring at it, you know, endlessly. And they look at me and they're like, I really don't need this, do I? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's, you know, do you right. need to use it again? Does right. somebody else need it? And they're like, no, not really. And then I can see them just gently, we wrap it up and we, yeah. put it, we you know, we, we give it to yeah. somebody. And I think the other emotional piece that I feel, I feel it's harder for our um, greatest generation and mm-hmm. the, the baby boomers mm-hmm. is we think that every everybody wants our stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that set of China, yeah. as beautiful as it is and yeah. how many memories are associated with Christmas yeah. and Thanksgiving, it just doesn't work with the millennials right. and, and the other group. And it's really hard to yeah, help people look through. I know, <laughs> I do too. I do too. I don't get me wrong. No, because you know what my mom does? Every time she drives up here from Texas, she yeah. brings stuff and she goes, I don't care what you do with it. Yeah. I can't throw it out. Yeah. So I need for you to dispose of it. <laughs> so she gives me permission. Yes. If you want it, that's fine. If you want to sell it on eBay, yes. I don't really care. But that's how she just pawns right. it off on me. Well, it's good that she and, leaves the and, door open. And yeah. I don't have the emotional attachment yes. to it. Right. So I'm okay with doing that for right. most things. So well, it seems to work. Yeah. Well, and you nailed it. The permission to do it, it whether you give it to yourself or somebody else. Yeah. And this is what will help downsizing for all of our families if adults, you know, our older, you know, family members can say, I don't need this anymore. Do you want it? And to be able to leave it okay that they say, no, Grandma. Yeah, because really that's really hard because too. you can mm-hmm. kind of see it in their face. But um, those are the hard conversations, and that's when downsizing and these kind of emotional things get in the way because um, it can hinder the movement. You mm-hmm. know, because you feel like it's got to go somewhere. But we just talk through it. I, the decision is always theirs. I yeah, don't. Right. I don't get rid of things that people still have attachments to because it, I don't want them to call me a month later and go, <laughs> "I really wanted that piece right. of china." My um, life has changed for the right. worst I because really I gave. Uh, yeah, so I think the emotional piece is probably one of the biggest hurdles. And as we work through things, I'll mm-hmm. notice with the the beginning is hard, and then you get a couple more days into it, and all of a sudden, your they, stuff's thrown out left they and right. Just process <laughs> it so quickly, yeah. and it's okay. They feel yeah. okay about it. And before I leave, I'm always like, okay, this is going to Goodwill. How do we feel about everything in there? And they're yeah. like, take it away. And yeah. I I run it out to the no. I, yeah, I have sometimes like that too, where I'm yeah. like, take it, take it now, yeah, because exactly. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but I'll start bags of you know to put clothes and then something variable will come back out of the bag after it's been in the bag and that's Mm -hmm. not good at all I know we were talking before the show about this um author I'm gonna get her name Marie Kondo is that right Marie Kondo um and she's got a book the life-changing magic of tidying up the Japanese art of decluttering and organizing and I think it's kind of a trendy thing right now but she always talks about do the items bring you joy so it's you know what kind of so we're not saying having an emotional attachment is a bad thing, oh, right, but it needs right. to be something that purposely brings you joy. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, if you're asking me if that sweater brings me joy, well, not like a chocolate bar does, <laughs> you know, I, and, I mean, I guess that's, you know, I don't, no, hmm. you're right. And it's it is true. Everything evokes an emotion and brings you some sort of feeling, but you don't want that emotion to hinder your progress because you know, you got to let go of some right. things so you can make room for new things. Right. You know, I mean, just think Ooh, of the joy I like new that things idea. would bring. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, new, you know, reward yourself. You know, I always tell people when something new comes in the closet, to need to go out. I try you know? that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That so, work. I know. But it's it's some strategies that help. Right, that exactly. Part, awesome. Sure. All right, well, we're going to take our first break and come back and talk a little bit more about decluttering as it applies to selling your home. So, more really good stuff to come. Stick around. We'll be right back. This is Real Real Estate Today, your home for smart real estate.
Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. Go to realrealestatetoday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit realrealestatetoday.com. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Real Real Estate Today. To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show, please send an email to Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. That's Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. Now, back to this week's program. All right. Welcome back. We are talking today with Cheryl Smith of Consider It Done Lifestyle Management and getting all kinds of inspiration um, to put us on the path to having a decluttered, less cluttered home and a a less cluttered mind, right? right. That's right. They're tightly tied together, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, you know, they always say if you're trying to eat healthier, you know, having your kitchen set up is huge. Yeah. and so, you know, it goes that the rest follows. So this segment we're going to talk about, can you sell a messy home? I found this article. I don't know if I sent it to you, Rachel, to post or not. Did I send it to you? She's going to post it. I just thought it was funny when I was reading it because they were saying, technically, there's no reason you cannot sell a messy home. But common sense dictates you're much better off fixing things up and clearing things, uh, cleaning things up before you ever list it. Um, and they said, just as uh, a business can poorly market its products, you have the right to poorly market your property for sale. Um, so I just thought it was funny the way that they were talking about that. They did mention that, you know, if it's really cluttered, and we've seen homes that are really cluttered, yeah. there could be some liability issues too if someone, you know, hurts themselves because they can't step right. over things right. for sure. Um but and then I found another article that was just talking about the your neighbor's house being cluttered and how that can impact five to ten percent off of the price of your home. Oh wow! That's your neighbor's house yeah. just from the outside. So imagine the price point, price difference, um, if you were trying to sell your home and it was cluttered. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I've always said. Now I know you just said you don't like storage units, and I'm down <laughs> with that. But when people say, you know, what do I need to do to sell my house to get the most out of it? Do I need to get, you know, spend money on granite countertops, or do I need to redo mm-hmm. the deck, or do I need to do? The-? I'm like, no, you just need a storage unit. You yeah. just need to get everything. Cheryl's going to say you need a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> and just get rid of it or a, or a, tra- combination, yeah, or a truck that was going to, right. you know, the thrift store or whatever. Um, but that really makes such a huge difference. I had clients once that um, called me to list their home and they'd already met with another realtor and they were pretty stressed out when I went over there because 
this other realtor was like, well, okay, we need to get a stager in and you got to get these silk curtains in these Turkish rugs. And she's like, I have three kids under the age of five. Yeah. Who's going to pay for those curtains when they get peanut butter and jelly on them? Cause they're gonna. Right. And she was just like, I just don't know if we can live like that. Mm-hmm. And I locked in the house and I was just like, we just need to move these toys. Right. We just need to move some things out of the way, mm-hmm. find a different location for them. And so they did that. I said, and get your carpets clean. They did that. And we put the house on the market and had two offers the first day. Yeah. And they were like, thought I was a hero. And yeah. I was just like, okay. <laughs> um, but it, you know, that it was really just the stuff Absolutely. that was sort of keeping, mm-hmm. keeping the difference. So I do, you know, sometimes my first meeting with clients, the house is never show ready. I don't really expect that. I kind of like to see that. Oh, and I've seen some and I'm like, right. okay, I don't yeah. know if you're going to be able to do this or <laughs> right, not. And right. sometimes you come back and you're like, wow, Good you job. really did. Yeah. And sometimes you go back and you open the basement door and you realize that they just threw everything down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just down the stairs. Yeah. Like, okay, that's fine. So um, <laughs> anyway, so that's my point in terms of it does make such a difference. And I think everybody kind of buys into that. Right. So if someone decides, you know, okay, we got to sell the house mm-hmm. for whatever reason, where do they start? What, yeah. I, I, I hope I don't get any hate mail from storage units, but uh, <laughs> my disclaimer is, as long as it's a temporary, like, if you're just really prepping for a house, yeah. and you just go in there, and you just commit to just a couple months or till the house sells, right. um, that's good. It's the people I talk to who are like, oh, gosh, I've had a storage unit for, I don't know, 10 years, oh and my I'm gosh. just like, I'm thinking, right. you could. Oh, I have a story to talk about that, but yeah, but yeah you know, because one of the things I say to my clients, you know, I have three rules so when getting ready for your house to put your house on the market or really to get it ready for pictures. One's every flat surface cleared off. One is no more than two to three large pieces of furniture per room. And then one is 36 to 48 inch walkways everywhere. But the furniture one can be tough. So that sometimes yeah, you got to right. put in a storage unit because you, right. but um, yeah, I know someone who uh, is storing some things actually in a warehouse that I own and it's been there four years. Yeah. You know what? You probably don't need that stuff anymore. No, you've probably, lived yeah. with it four years. You said it. If you <laughs> haven't thought about it or if you haven't been to your storage unit in a while, it probably just, it probably needs to be emptied out, but we'll put that on our spring to-do list. Yeah. But I think you um, said things right. First of all, when I help with staging, which I have occasionally, we don't have to go to the store. To, matter of fact, I mm-hmm. tell people not to go buy anything organizational mm-hmm. till we kind of assess the situation. Um, and like you said, a lot of times it is just the toys. It's finding, you know, the right place to put those. And we all live in our houses. So people coming through know that you have to live somewhere, but we all know too, that spaces need to be spaces. So when I go in the dining room, I don't want to, you know, you need to get the computer off the table. And and so we try to find creative ways. Maybe you have some nooks or you have some other places that you can set these up or we just take it down for a Mm -hmm. while. So it, it doesn't have to be about spending money. I think the first thing you need to do is just kind of go through and maybe that does involve a little bit of decluttering though. I mean, you know, really purging things because you don't want to pack those things anyway. So, you sell your house mm-hmm. why not do a little bit ahead of time so when the movers come or it's yep. time to pack you don't need to go through that yep. that drawer and because you're excited about a new house you're ready right. to get out of the old one and you don't want to be bogged down with trying to declutter so why not so then the crap goes in a box and it moves with yes, you doesn't it yes, how crazy absolutely. and you you said it before the show and I was laughing inside because you go you know that drawer you have with all the dead batteries I'm like yeah I know that drawer with all the dead batteries yeah. so you're gonna pay someone to move those dead batteries to yeah, the new house for absolutely you? and I'd be I actually have watched some movers do that I'm just like did you just dump that whole right. drawer in there I'm like we you know so part of what I do is help people get through that you know yeah. and and I can sit through a drawer if they look at that drawer I kind of know what's good and what's not right. we can pull out some of those things. shoelaces yeah, I have shoelaces. some shoelaces, shoelaces in my drawer actually may have a, and you know sometimes you can use those to uh 
put together things in the garage. Like I hang my Christmas wreaths. I take old shoelaces okay. and ribbon and hang them from a nail so they're not, you know, shoved in there. So sometimes things serve a second purpose. There we, you go. We upcycle some right, things. So, right. so I like to go in and I do what you do too. I like to go in the first time and kind of see it uninterrupted. Yeah. You get a, a feel of what the family needs, how they live, you know, maybe they have a great, you know, coffee table that we could just get some smaller baskets and put those toys in and mm-hmm. you just kind of put them away. Them okay. Yeah. They, they know you have kids. Right. Um, I always got upset because I had this treadmill and some other things uh-huh. in the front room. And somebody told me, they're like, that just means you work out. I mean, why are you trying to hide this right. from everybody? It's just who you are and how you live. And yeah. you, you, I think you have to have a good balance between that. Right. You know, well, and, and that goes along with, um, I always tell my clients that, um, when you list a house online, it's like internet dating. So you want yeah. the pictures to be really good. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I, I actually went to a house last week that we're going to get ready to list and they had, it was a treadmill or something in yeah. the family room. I was like, if we could, can we move it easily during pictures? Yeah. Just get it out of the way for pictures. Right. And if it's there during the showings, I really don't care because yeah. it's the pictures in today's day and age that everybody goes back to mm-hmm. and who they send to their mom. And what do you think of this house? And that they, yeah. you know, and they come into the house once, make sure, yeah, it's about like the pictures. And then they go back to the pictures again. So, you know, definitely I can see that, yeah. you know, just yeah. moving, making it easy to just move some things yeah. for pictures. Well, flat spaces are magnets for stuff. Oh. I mean, that's, let's talk about it. We all have yeah. a little space where we throw everything yep. on when we come home. Um, and it's okay for everything to have a place. If you've read the, yeah. you know, the magical art of tidying yeah. up, she does say things, need, you know, things yeah. need to have a place and, and that they enjoy going back to some of those places like your purse and things like yeah. that. So when you know you have areas like that you have to manage, why not be smart about how to manage it? So of course you've got a house showing at six and you just got home mm-hmm. at five. Mm-hmm. Why not create a space where it'll look okay when it comes, you know, that's still a manageable space. So you might as well work around the areas that are hardest for you to manage mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, clean out some cabinet so you have some places to quickly put things away so like it's really not it's really not about the money most people have all the pieces they need to organize mm-hmm. you open those drawers and you'll find like six baskets, baskets right with the tag on it from right. target or, right. or bed bath and beyond or someplace because we can... had a dream once of organizing ourselves yeah. and having masking uh, matching baskets that's like right that pinterest you had a pinterest moment you went crazy on amazon prime <gasps> and, and had yes. this, them all sent over yes, so, so that's my bathroom right yeah, there and that's mm-hmm. when we pull them out and just kind of do things you know if we spend any money where I find, and you probably do too, throw a pretty, you know, pillow on, mm-hmm. you know, even just adding a little splash or fresh flowers yeah. or, you know, just something colorful in the kitchen. So, you know, just those little pops of color to open up areas that look good. So, yeah. and so you can do it for yeah. a little, a little bit of money. Excellent. And I got some cool books. I went to the Goodwill, mm. probably one of your books. Probably, <laughs> probably. But, um, you know, and did a kitchen and I got some really neat cooking books for, for $4, oh, nice. you know, yeah. that look nice in the kitchen yeah. just for some staging. Yeah. So there are some yeah. cheap ways to... I, I picked up some decorating books years and years ago, but I love the concept. It's called Use What You Have Decorating. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, yeah, I always kind of try to approach yeah. my listings from that, too, and say, can we take that chair? Yeah. Like I said, the house with the treadmill that I looked at last week, yeah. they had a fair amount of furniture in the living room, and I felt like some of it needed to go somewhere else. I said, can you just do something with that, you know, over, overstuffed chair? And then we walked into the master bedroom, which was huge. And it was like a bed and a couple dressers. And I was like, can we move the chair in Perfect. here and take the side table and let's make a little reading nook and it'll yeah. be a nice little retreat, peaceful thing. Perfect. And, you know, yeah. and so a lot, a lot of times we can do yeah. that. It's rare that, you know, we have to move everything because yeah. there's, I don't know, houses sort of get heavy on one. <laughs> all right. the stuff kind of gets to one area. Well, and, and family those. members too can be a help. You know, if you have parents who have a larger house and yeah. have some space, you know, why not utilize yeah. a 
yeah. a little bit there, or maybe you have a friend who has an unfinished basement yeah. and wants a couch. You know, yeah. why not? You know, use. Don't be afraid to ask people to help you do right. this. I mean, make them your accountability partner. If you right. got your good girlfriend, you know, come over and it's like, hey, Great you idea. know, bring dinner and help me get this together yeah. because that person can can also be that moral support that you need. Because again, moving houses can be in another emotional piece. Maybe you're moving because your husband has to move for a job, so this has become a harder job than what you'd like it to be. Yeah. So grab people to help you. It's okay. Yeah. Or you don't have to manage this all alone. That's so a great get, idea. Get some help and some love. In there. Yeah. One of the things you mentioned uh, when we were chatting before the show that I had not thought about doing, um, like when I look at that junk drawer and I think, okay, I need to do something with this and mm-hmm. I'll open it about three inches, you know, mm-hmm. not the whole way yeah. and kind of mess with what's in the front there. And it's like some pens and the, yeah. you know, the batteries the and batteries, the shoelaces. And, tape, maybe a and some, there's always some earbuds some, <laughs> yeah. and then paper clips, yes. just random yes. paper clips or whatever. And I'm kind of like, eh, you know, and I'll take the paper clips and maybe put them in my office where the paper clips go. I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm done. Yeah. And that's not how you approach things though. Well, um, no, not typically. <laughs> I, we may have to come and have a little serious yeah, conversation. Right. <laughs> um, so, you know, first thing when you, I said, start small, yeah. you have to have small wins. And I, and like I said, it doesn't matter if it's that dead battery drawer, just, to, or the drawer I found out maybe ladies more so than men, but that drawer that has all your hair equipment mm-hmm. in it and there, mm-hmm. take it out and just dump the whole thing. I know I just the scared a lot thing. of people. Yeah. Away. Just one drawer and dump it in an area that you kind of love. So if you're a kitchen kind of gal, that's that's where my wall, yeah. my world's my kitchen. Yeah. But some people have a living room or their bedroom. Right. Just dump it right there on the the kitchen counter. I mean, if you dumped it on the bed, could you imagine? Yeah. You would have to do something. Yeah, with you it. would have to, <laughs> unless you flick the right. But that kind of um, you've added a little stress to your life when you mm-hmm. do that, but you've already, you've decided to take the plunge and you're ready mm-hmm. to move forward. So, you know, get a win. Then at that point, you have to make decisions about what stays mm-hmm. and what goes. To and reclaim you just, your favorite yeah, space. And before you empty it, have your trash can close, mm-hmm. have another box for Goodwill, mm-hmm. um, You and then have your keep box and you just start, I mean, you can just start sliding things off the edge of the counter right oh, wow. where they need to go. And the keep box, that's what you're going to put back in there and organize. That's when you can decide if you need to run to the Dollar Tree and buy those cute little um, containers for things, your drawers. Yeah. But don't do it till you know what you have left to oh, keep. Uh, but is if, that what we've been doing yeah, wrong? We buy the containers first. Right. And then we try to make, make the, it, what the round peg fit in the square right. hole. And you ever get it where it's too tall and the drawer won't close yeah, or the yeah, two yeah. don't fit next to you? Okay, yeah. I know we're all, we've all been there. Right. But if you, if you do it that way, you're in, and again, another good time to have somebody over and mm-hmm. do it with you or a good time to work with your older kids um you know i'm working with a client now and it was really cool to see her daughter start doing a little yeah decluttering and purging and she was so happy about that and not in a big way but yeah. just like oh yeah she a whole bag of just stuff starts animals. to look at things yeah. realistically and like, go i don't, I don't know that i need yeah that. i don't play with these anymore and it's, yeah. it's not like she's down to anything but yeah. to be able to know that somebody else could use these and you know you feel good about giving back to others mm-hmm. so yeah if you evade your space that you love you tend to get through it a little <laughs> quicker it's like your laundry you know you yeah. those unfolded clothes if they're right there yeah and you have family coming over you right. can put those away as opposed to if you just throw them up into your closet and you're like, I'll get those later. Right, so, right. so if you can put a little pressure on yourself to to get a good start, and then maybe after that you don't need to empty it quite. You don't have to be that drastic, but you've made a win and take a right. picture, post it, share right. it with your friends, right. send it to me. I'll put it on my Facebook right. page. <laughs> I keep thinking about that that laundry that gets 
thrown in the closet and then you know what happens you just wash it again yeah yeah exactly it's the cleanest clothes you've ever had exactly because it just gets wrinkled until you just yeah keep washing it again yeah and or sometimes i'll try to clean out my closet and then i'll just end up throwing it like ah it just needs to be washed yeah it's easier and then than it's putting just away. like this vicious circle yes, of yes. You know, oh mm, my god yeah goodness. closets can be tough because we have a lot of stuff in there and and again we said this before the show cleaning out a closet really set aside some time and just take everything out of there. I mean you find I can't clothes. even imagine I can't even imagine doing that yeah take everything out of the closet yeah. so your closet is complete and then paint it real quick because you yes, might as paint well it real quick run the vacuum around those yeah. corners where the dust bunnies are and but you find you know scarves you hadn't worn that mismatched sock that got lost yeah. or that Christmas present you forgot to wrap <laughs> for somebody but just get it all and then you because when you take it out you touch everything and again this kind of goes back to the magic art of tidying yeah. up which is the piece that I really everything you know do you really love it and yeah. does it you know do you love it enough to keep it and wear it again right and when you touch it that really brings instead of looking at all the scarves hanging when you're actually taking them off you're you really are thinking through does this fit in my wardrobe you know wardrobe? I think I'm having heart palpitations <laughs> though as you talk about like taking everything out of the closet yeah. like oh my god I would have to take like three weeks off yeah. from work I think yeah or you take a half you know do half at a time because one half wins and I always encourage you know I always try to have people finish projects when they start them yeah um so this would be one where you'd have to set yeah. set aside some time yeah. or maybe just start with your shoes yeah you know or your summer clothes if you've got if you've got things right. spread out so because we don't want you to throw throw in the towel and say, I, I can't right, do this when you much. know you can, right. and it'll just get quicker and easier before. But one of the things we were talking about before the show was when we were talking about Marie Kondo and, and her Japanese art of decluttering is that I, I hear a lot of people talking about that. And, you know, does this piece of clothing bring me joy? And I was reading a little blurb. Someone hit, and it was a blog post that someone had said, okay, I'm going to try and do what some of the things that she said. And, um, and she said, so the, they were recounting their experience and they were like, so I'm supposed to be thinking about, you know, are my clothes happy being squashed in the corner shelf or crowded onto hangers? Are your hardworking socks really thrilled to be balled up? Um, and this person who was trying to go through this said, uh, you know, it sounded really out there when I read it, but suddenly when she was in the closet, she's like, my clothes look totally miserable. Yeah. <laughs> and I was laughing because I do personify my clothes in some extent. You know, when I go on trips or vacations, I'm like, well, that dress went on the last cruise. And yeah. so really this dress deserves, to, and I, I know I sound totally insane doing that, no. but I do have that conversation. So I'm like, so maybe I'm not that far off from being inspired. Yeah. Oh, I don't think you are. And I think we all have that conversation. So I don't, I don't we just don't do it in front of other people. That's probably, <laughs> we probably all do it. But um, I'm, a, it, I'm a bad clothes mom because I've been abusing my clothes. You've been abusing, locking yeah. them in the closet well, and not letting she, them out. She definitely <laughs> prefers things to be folded than yeah. hung. And I think Crazy. a lot of, I mean, think about how our closets are set up. There's really much more room sometimes for hanging. Yeah. You know, we're more concerned, okay, I need my long space for my dresses mm-hmm. and my pants. And folding, I think we all think, oh my gosh, that takes. I mean, yeah. I think the time factor, but but really it is easier on your clothes. You think about your sweaters. You don't like yeah. those little right. uh, hanger Pointy buds things, on the yeah. corners. Right. So, um, she, there, there is some really good thought about that. She's put a lot of, I think, again, this kind of bypasses the physical part, but the emotional piece, yeah. you know, because when you do love and take care of your clothes, that makes you feel better too. Right. You know, when they're clean and folded, you know, you don't have to go grab that shirt that was wadded in the corner and you're mad because you wanted to wear it to right. work. And you shake it out yeah. and then you like run your hand over it and, and then, then you spray it tr- some water on it. And you're yeah. like, can I get away with this or not? Who am I seeing today? And will they judge yeah. me? And that's when it trickles <laughs> down. And we talk about, I was talking to a mom's group. 
that's when you're mad because your shirt's wrinkled. Yeah. Then you're mad at your kids because they forgot to pack their backpack, which had nothing to do with how the morning went. But you're just mad because right. your shirt's not the right. way you wanted it. And so here's that perfect example of how the emotional piece becomes your family's problem. Right. It really all came down to the wrinkled white shirt wow. in the closet. Yeah. And it's, I know it's a little overwhelming, no, but, I know. but it is true. We've all been there and felt guilty about it. And I was just thinking like, how many of us have like left the house and gone halfway through the day with our shirt inside out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're always like, hey, yeah, our, our mismatched socks or one socks oh, in, yeah, one socks out. Yeah. Rachel wore a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> mismatched earrings. Oh, They were just like completely dang- big yeah. dangling earrings. They didn't, yeah. yeah. But she, she pulled it off. That's right. So she meant to do that. Yeah, exactly. It's a new fashion exactly. statement. Yeah, she totally she's creating pulled a trend. It off, so. All right, well, let's go ahead and take our final break, and then we're going to come back and talk a little more specifically about senior move um, management and how we can help with that since that impacts so many people. You're listening to Real Real Estate Today, your home for smart real estate. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. Go to realrealestatetoday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit realrealestatetoday.com. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. are listening to Real Real Estate Today. To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show, please send an email to Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. That's Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. Now, back to this week's program. Thanks for coming back. We've been having a great time talking about decluttering and getting inspired, and Rachel was sharing her inspiration, I'm very proud of her. She said she's doing a program. It was that something you found online or mm-hmm. called A Year to A Year to Clear. Year yeah. to clear. <clears throat> and so can I tell your story? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to slide over and tell your story? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm like talking to no one when I talk to Rachel because yeah. I can't hear her on the other side there. But uh, so she was saying that she she decluttered her junk drawer and it looks gorgeous. And she knows all the pens that work and all the Sharpies and everything's in their place. And then she goes around to the rest of the house and gets overwhelmed. And then she runs back to her junk drawer and looks at it and says, I can do this because the junk drawer looks so gorgeous. That's so, right. that's, so I think that's a great idea to start with something like that. And uh, I know we did some of that. Yours um, is really good at doing that and he bought some organizers for um the kitchens these amazing slide out drawers for pots and pans Mm -hmm. um and then that so we did that but then that inspired us to like go to a bigger junk drawer where we keep kind of the kitchen tools and we just took 
um, like box lids and like shoebox lids yeah. and things like that, Absolutely. just to kind of keep everything spread out and laying flat yep. instead of jumbled up. Um, and we've managed to keep that for a good year and a half good now. Job. So see, and you didn't have to spend any money. See? That's again one of yeah. those little things. And you know all that fun duct tape that mm-hmm. they have. Oh yeah, you can wrap those around oh, your that's boxes a great idea. and give it a little pizzazz yeah that's a great oh i should do yeah. that because mine are all mixed match yeah. right now so, so you can go ahead that's a great idea and but yeah cardboard and that duct tape because the duct tape's not that expensive and you know your kids can pick out what they want and you can give them yeah the oh i love that yeah, idea absolutely. what other brilliant ideas do you have oh my gosh what's your favorite just, tip before we get into senior oh uh, i you know what i think one of my favorite tips is I, I always tell people to have the goodwill box mm-hmm. always just have that good i have one or a bag that yeah. or a box I always have one in my bedroom mm-hmm. and, and I probably fill it up every week. Even if it's like, I found a ball cap the other day that fell down. And it was from um, a mini marathon I ran up mm-hmm. in Chicago. It was really cool. I thought, and then I was like, well, I haven't worn this and right. went right in the bag. So I think to have that bag, then you look right at it and you don't have to think about where it goes or what to do, but it's just a really, really easy tip. And you find yourself, letting go of things mm-hmm. easily, you know, more easily yeah. because yeah. it's right there. So that, that's one that I practice pretty much all the time. It's one of the first things yeah. that we talk about when I do speaking engagements and training and, you know, have that box or bag, but ready you know, to go. Buy, yeah. So. And then don't take things back out of it. Right. You should put them in there once. And yeah, yeah. I do that. And when it gets full, it goes like, yeah, like, like you're running a marathon again. You're yeah. Sprinting to the Goodwill <laughs> or wherever it, you want to take, take it to. There's my sister's closet. If you've oh, got some yes, great I women's clothes here you. in Bloomington, yes. uh, my sister's closet's a great source yes. for that too. But there are a lot of great organizations out there that Absolutely. need stuff and will come Absolutely. pick stuff up. And, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. All right. So you are a member of the National Association of Senior Move Managers, which I did not know existed <laughs> until I saw your website. Yeah. And I thought, oh my gosh, I kind of need this. Um, that, you know, we talked about yours, his father passed away last yes. week and we're working with his mother and trying to help her, you know, and it's, it's going to be a long process. Um, and we're learning so much and right. still feel so clueless. Yeah. So, um, I guess just, you know, tell us what, what you do in those kinds of sure. situations. Well, um, NASM is what it's called for okay. short. So in case you hear it yeah. another way, okay. um, it's, it's really, it's an organization, a professional organization of professional movers. But we specialize more on the senior side. So one of the things that we bring into it is I think the ethics and just the understanding of mm. what our older folks are going through. Yeah. Um, actually, both sides, not just older folks, but the families in yeah. general. It's a big change. So, you know, we talk about that's a piece piece of our training. They actually, you go through a, a, what they call a foundations or a cornerstone course. And they provide that when you join the association. Okay. Um, So the great thing about the association, it brings together all these people, and it is in the United States, Canada, and abroad. There are some places. So, for example, talking about if your mother, um, yours' mom Mm -hmm. would want to move, and she didn't want to pack everything, I could call somebody in NASM that's mm-hmm. by her oh, okay. and they can pack up and we work together to gotcha. make the transition nice. from point A to point B. Okay. Um, the other thing, just like any association is you get such great tips from those that do the same thing that you do. Mm-hmm. Like this happened or I found this when mm-hmm. I did a house. What do you have? I, you know, what ideas do you have? Mm-hmm. But it's really just kind of, I think a reassurance to people that we're doing training. Mm-hmm. We understand the situation. We know that transitions are hard. They, they're they they're just really tough. So being part of this allows me to have a network of people who can assist on the okay. other end because, you know, when you work with people and like you do, when you work in people's homes and their stuff, it's a, it becomes thing. a personal yeah, relationship. Sure. I mean, yeah. these people you know, and I know in your world, 
they'll call you again. If yep. they go to sell their house, they're going right. to call their realtor back more than likely. Right. They found them the house and they're going to be the first ones they call when they make that decision. So this assures people that you're going in with the right reasons. You have a good name behind you. You know, they have a lot of um, access to, you know, moving companies. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's it's nice to know that I've got this whole other group of people that, that can um, mm-hmm. help out. And if you live somewhere, if you're listening to this and you don't know anybody that does it, you can go to their website okay. and say, I live in, you know, Lexington, Kentucky. And it, it'll list people that are close mm-hmm. that can help you. And to become a member, you just, you just don't pay the – it's more than just paying dues. Mm-hmm. To the, you know, you're, you go through the cornerstone. You have to have letters of recommendation. Okay. You, um, we all have um, liability insurance. Mm. So it's not just – yeah. Here's a little money. So it sounds like there's a it. certain amount of ethics involved. Yes. and Because I think that's one of the things, too. Now, we're struggling because Yuris' mom is in Pennsylvania. And when Yuris uh, comes home, finally, I miss him. He's been gone eight days. and right. We've never been apart this much. But, um, you know, how do we know that right. we are refer- getting, you know, good people, compassionate people, right. and ethical people yes. to help her? Yeah. I'm, I, you know, senior seniors can be taken advantage of yeah. and it's so easy especially after a loss because yeah. people hone in on those families mm-hmm. and they can find that stuff out through papers and, and funeral mm-hmm. home, I mean announcements yeah. so I, I agree it's nice to know that if there's you know you could call me and say could you just find somebody in Pennsylvania that's right. part of your group then I can pick up the phone or get online and find somebody right. that that has had the same training that I have yeah. so it really is kind of I feel like it gives me some backing and I think it's reassuring to the people I work with mm-hmm. as well. It's just kind of that one more level of yeah. I'm here to help right. and, and I want to help, you know, your family understand right. this move and, and do it correctly from yeah. beginning to end. Yeah. And so. I get that as sort of like we talk on the show all the time about being a realtor versus being a licensed real estate agent, you know, right. being a member of the realtor association, mm-hmm. you know, kind of means you're going to uphold a higher standard. Right, kind of right. And, yeah, that, and I so. think the ethics and also just the customer service part, yeah. making sure that that move happens from beginning to yeah. end. You know, when I work with a family, I'm at the home, we're talking about moving furniture, marking which ones. I mean, I manage the whole process, even up to the settling in. So why don't just drop off boxes? Yeah. Your clothes are hanging up, your towels are folded in your cabinet. And I even sometimes grocery shop for some wow. people, especially at our assisted living around yeah. here. There's some great places that, mm-hmm. and so, you know, I want them to come home and if they want a snack that night, yeah. there's cheese and crackers. The shower curtains up. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And, and I make the bed and I mean, it's, and I even hang a few pictures and put up some of those oh, personal yeah. things. Yeah. And granted, they're not everywhere that they need to be, right. but at least when they come back in they mm-hmm. they're walking into home instead of looking at boxes because I'll cut the boxes down and move those out because I think that's the hardest thing is they're leaving a home and I want them to walk into a home instead mm. of just a room that's got yep. boxes and some furniture. I just think that has to be so disheartening yeah. to feel that way. So again, just taking it one step further. Okay. And I think that's part of what all the, the NASA members do too. Yeah. We're not just a moving company. Yeah. We're managing it and helping you make the transition right. as best we can. Wow. And I think that's a great tip for anybody. If you're helping someone to make a transition, even if you're not using someone, um, that that's a great idea. Something I'll definitely take to heart is, you know, if I can get some pictures up and that's the yeah, first thing that, yeah, you know, yeah, she sees when she walks in their new home or whatever, right. that, that that's really powerful. Yeah. Well, I tell people too, when they move, so a lot of downsizing happens before. And I guess one tip I would give to people who, who are thinking about senior move management is 
to start downsizing now. Yeah. Even even though you may have gone. Mom, mom, are you listening? <laughs> mom, Judy, yeah. mom. Okay. It's it's listening. really okay to start earmarking things for family. You know, when you go in, we talked about that set of china. Yeah. My mom does have a really cool set of Hadley china, and I've always admired it. Well, will you talk about it with your mom and dad right now? And let them know, hey, when it's time, I really like that. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with go ahead and tell you know tell your kids right now? I'd love for you to have that. Mm-hmm. If I know that you're going to put it out at Christmas, you don't have right. to give it to them right then. Right. But when you share that with your kids, mom and dad, yeah, share that with everybody in the family. Oh, good. Call. So that when the time comes, if either you know you or your spouse are not here anymore, or whatever the circumstance. Then all the kids know that Deb's getting right, the china, right. and there's no arguments over that, and there's no, and I think that's what's being a parent is. I, re- I read a really good article, and it's like you're still the mom, and yep. you're still the dad, right. and you should break those ties. If kids are arguing over things, you need to come up with a way to make sure they know who's going to get what. Mm-hmm. And those are the not fun conversations of downsizing, mm-hmm. but when you're gone, those are the things mm-hmm. that help your family move on because there's no, you're not dealing with that that emotional side of it not just the loss so start downsizing now start start giving out those things yeah if it were me i would have a a google spreadsheet that everybody had access to yeah and i would be like all right this and you put your name next to it or whatever but uh, so yeah you know i've also heard of families what they they have auctions so and it's not real auctions but you have basically play money it's kind of like a monopoly and then the kids can bid on things that they like so if you have six or seven kids it might be hard you know to decide who's going to get what so well i've seen some families have real auctions, like estate auctions, yeah. and if the kids want anything, yeah. they have to bid on it basically, and then it comes out of kind of you know yeah. their share or yeah, whatever. Absolutely. And I just thought, oh, yeah. I don't know if I could bid on you know my yeah. parents belong. I just think that's a lot harder way yeah. to do it. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. It's not. Uh, there's nothing easy about it. No, and every family's got a different um, method of getting there. So that's why having yeah. a lot of, um, as when I was a teacher, I'd always say I had a lot of tools in my toolbox. Yeah. So what works for one family right. does not necessarily work for family B. Yeah. So to have some different ways to help them kind of work through that. But start doing it now. Yeah. Start start gifting. Start getting rid of things. So when you decide to make that move to, to Meadowood or someplace else, right. you don't have so much to do right. and everybody knows so yeah my mom says she is doing things but <laughs> you haven't seen it yet I haven't seen yeah. them, I don't know you know and a lot of she's an artist and so she has just things that she uses because she sort of creates yeah. um uh, a, just various pieces of art and you know sculptures and things like yeah. that and just with little pieces of this and that and yeah. so there's all of that, and it's like, okay, well, you know, she needs that stuff because she right. needs to continue to be creative. Well, she's going to have some beautiful pieces, yeah. I'm sure, that, that uh, you're going to want. And and those are great things. I mean, pieces yeah. of artwork and things just mean so much. And, yeah. and and when you're downsizing and moving, don't forget to bring the things that you love. It's okay if you just love that chair that was passed down. Just make those priorities on the move, you know. How you feel about a baby down. grand piano? Whoa. <laughs> Those take up a lot of space. I know. I think I've had to say no to a lot of pianos when people want to take them. Uh, so those my are, mother has one and Eurus's mother has one. Yeah. So I think that um, those are, yeah, on the list. Of, and I'm like, I have to find a house that. Yeah, those are hard. Yeah. Pianos, oh. don't go. 
those are hard to yeah. move about. So I'm yeah. not saying there's not somebody who would love to have that in their house. I'm sure there would, but they, they're a little harder than they used to Well, be. I think we just have to look critically at, you know, I think for Eurus's mom, it brings her a lot of joy. Yeah. And so I think it's probably important. I yeah, think my right. mom, it's, she's probably like, oh, I'm good now. Yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> it was you good mean, when they were at this, you know, so yeah. I, was, I think there are other things if she had to, if she had to pick for sure. It could fill a bedroom. If that's what brings her joy, then, yeah. then it should be in right. there. Absolutely. So if someone is in the process of uh, whether, you know, they're 10 years from moving or 10 months from moving yeah. that, you know, make a call to you Absolutely. or anyone in the, Absolutely. in the network and, uh, and you can kind of help start to walk yeah. them through a process Love and to. put a like plan I said, together. I always meet with people free the first time because I think you just need to figure out a plan okay, and see where we're going and see if we're so good So free fit. consultation and yes. then it's sort of a package thing. You sort of figure out here's the job and here's sort yeah, of how the structure is. Yeah, we can do it a couple is. ways if you're, if you're, 10 years out and you're working yeah. ahead of time, we can do hourly work. And I also do, um, can package it together if we're on a time crunch. Sometimes gotcha. people Project have to, so yeah, I, again, I try to, I want my services to fit their needs. And the bottom line is that it's a good fit for both of us. And, and at the very end, we, you know, are both happy with where we are. That's I kind of look at the whole picture. So yeah, I'd love to help anybody. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Oh, uh, well, definitely. Well, you can always call. Okay. Um, and I also have a website and an email address. Okay. Um, we'll put that all up on the yeah. Facebook page, but if you want to say your email address. Sure. I know it's kind of long. I got, yeah. I'd love to get that changed. That That's on the to-do list yeah. for 2017. Yeah. But it's CID. That stands for Consider Done. CID Lifestyle Management at gmail.com. Awesome. And you can also Google um, Consider, uh, Consider Done. Done. Yeah, it yeah. should be up on Google and you can um, get me through there. And I have a Facebook page and I have a lot of people actually message me through Facebook. So yeah, great. Send me your pictures. Awesome. I'd love to yeah, see Yeah, that would on. be great. Thank you so much for joining us Thank today. You. It was, um, I knew it was going to be a good show and it was even better than I thought. <laughs> so I really appreciate it. I appreciate the tips. I have to go and throw things out now. That's right. That's right. Thanks, awesome. Jeff. Thank you everyone for tuning in. We'll be back next week with another show. This was Real Real Estate Today, your home for smart real estate. Thank you for tuning in to Real Real Estate Today. Please join your host, Deb Tomorrow, for another edition every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week, take care of your home. It's one of your most important assets.